What's up, guys? We're back. It's the DJP Drew and Josh podcast. We're back again. It's it's been a while, huh, Drew? It's been a while. It's been about I don't know. Has it been like a month now? Probably a little over. Probably a little over. That's a little sad. That's a little. That's pretty bad miscommunication among us, and just like a lot of us being busy. But we're gonna try to be back on the podcast grind Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, we hope to be back. Give you guys some content. We've heard a lot of good things. Just been busy living lives, college kids, student athletes. Did you just say we've heard a lot of good things? Yeah, from about like three or four or five people, maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I know what you're saying now. I thought you meant like, I, had, I didn't even know what you were talking about right there. Yeah, no, I was just saying like, you know, you said you got you had friends that had listened and was like, oh. They were like, oh. oh Alex Barkos and Dale Keller. They might make an appearance on here once or twice, so. We're looking forward to that. Maybe maybe sooner rather than later. They're Yankees fans, correct? They are Yankees fans. So, Yankees, uh, hopefully, hopefully, I'm, I'm rooting for them to get to the ALDS because we might make an appearance at one of the games if they can. Uh, yeah, that'd be, that'd, be, that'd be cool. Maybe I'd drive down and would have a little Red Sox-Yankees <laughs> go at it each other a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's good. The prices are $89 at Fenway for standing room only. They're only $750 at Yankee Stadium for standing room only. $750, all right. I think it's I pretty. It's pretty good prices for like what you uh, for a little league park. Standing room only seven hundred and fifty dollars. Like I'll take that any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, I might pass, save my money, but hey. Hard, hard pass for the kids. Yeah. Well, we're back. This week's this this uh, we'll call it this month's because we we didn't give you a month. So this month's episode. An atrocious, an atrocious run so far, but we're uh, we're gonna try to. We're going to try to kick it back up, like we said. Yeah, as long as my Wi-Fi figures it out. We disconnected about three times already, so. Yeah, that, that won't be good. Third time's a charm. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get into some social pressures, I think. I think that's a good topic, especially for a lot of kids our age. You know, they look at Instagram, they look at other people, and it's kind of a, between the ages of maybe, say, like 15 and 25 is like, you're trying to figure yourself out, and you're I'd just, say even 15 and 35. Yeah, yeah. Well, across the board, are trying to figure themselves out. Yeah. I mean, anyone who says they have themselves figured out really doesn't. I mean, you're, you're lying to yourself. If you say you have yourself figured out. For the most like, part, I mean, I think there's some guys out there that are like some people that are like, yeah, they got to yeah, figure it out. No, no, some people have it figured out, but like I'm saying, for the most part, most people don't have it figured out. No. And I think societal pressures do play a huge huge role in the way people make decisions nowadays or the the way that they they act because I think a lot of people try to fit in into society and like instead of making it happen they kind of just sit back and like let things happen because they don't want to because society's telling them like oh they're not good enough they're not good enough like so they kind of just sit back and like watch the people who like for example like say like you are in a friend group and like one of the kids one of the kids is like the alpha dog let's we'll say and he's kind of like he has his way of like his way of like doing things most kids that follow him are gonna pretty much stay and like try to do what he wants to do and like what he likes and like all this stuff and most people like just want to fit in they don't really want to branch out and like be different wouldn't you agree with that? Yeah, they don't want to go against, you know, 
Yeah, they feel like they don't have their voice, I guess, or they'd be judged the way they say something, which is, I mean, that's everybody in some senses feels like what they have to say is less than somebody else or they're going to be judged for saying it when it's, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. You got to say it. And if it irks them the wrong way, fuck them. And I don't think it's just like societal pressures when it comes to like, like what to wear. Like I think a huge social pressure, especially in college, is drinking. And don't get me wrong, drinking is drinking is fun and everything. But like, for sure, like if you don't want to drink, like you don't have to to show up and like just drink to be cool. Like you can be cool in so many other ways. And like, if you don't want to drink, then just don't drink. Like, look at me for example. Like, like I have great friends. Like I have people that respect me. They're not gonna. They're not going to shit on me for not drinking. Like, yeah, like, maybe they'll joke around a few times, but, like, I'm making a life choice to not go out and drink that much. One, because I want to live a fit and, like, healthy lifestyle. And two, I I have baseball to, to worry about. Like, I don't want to put toxins in my body just to impress other people. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't want to wake up the next day also and feel like shit and then have to, you know, go to practice with a headache and you might be throwing up. That never looks good. And it never feels good. Um but yeah, but I mean, where college athletes, that's like, I don't know what the percentage is. I think it's like 10,000 or something, college athletes. It's very small percentage of college kids. So what are, what are those other kids do with their time, I guess, maybe? So it's drinking to fit in, maybe. I'm, I'm, no. I've never been in that side of things, so. Well, yeah, I agree 100%, but I see it from, I can see it from the non-athlete point of view, too, because... So many kids, like for example, weed, like they will just smoke weed every single day, whether they want to or not want to, but it's because they think that's the cool way to do it. They'll, they'll smoke weed and listen to rap. Like, like, is that just the most generic cookie cutter thing? Like for a college kid out there, pretty much, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like people are pretty much staying, staying on the same path as like everyone. They're not branching out because like they don't want to be judged for being different and then people wonder why you know Bill Gates or Gary Vaynerchuk or these guys that are like so super not rich maybe rich but but they work so hard and they're so famous for their job they created this big company this big project because they're off on their own they're grinding like they're not like yes spending time with friends and hanging around friends is very important but they're not like they're making a more conscious decision to work on themselves and work on whatever their craft was. Like Steve Wozniak, the guy from Apple, he created Apple. He like he wouldn't really hang out with his friends. He would just dismantle computers when he was fourteen to eighteen. Steve Jobs, then, right? No, the Wozniak was like the tech guy behind it. Steve Jobs was more uh, like the leader. But Wozniak would like I just watched this the other day. But it was just like he would just dismantle computers when he was fourteen to eighteen, and now and then he like created the Mac, the the laptops that we're talking on right now. Like, and did he have a lot of friends? If I had to guess, probably not. But now he's just like, like they just hard nose ground. You worry about yourself, kind of thing. But I also think you can keep all your friends and stay consistent. And I think if you're not gonna, if you don't want to do a certain thing that you feel like that's the wrong thing to do or like you just don't necessarily feel comfortable with if your friends don't want you if your friends have an issue with you not doing what they're doing then they're not your fucking friends 
Like I'm not gonna hang 100%. out. With, I'm not gonna hang out with stupid mofo's that judge me for not doing something that I don't want to do. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Completely like, agree. But if if I'm gonna get judged up the ass by people who who um like if I do, say I don't do what they do, like you just won't catch me being their friends. Like that's just not a that's good. That's it should work, but some people. Well, like that's how don't. people feel. That's how people feel. Like they feel they're gonna lose their friends if they don't do a certain thing. Now that's scary because you feel bad. like, yeah, that's scary losing friends, but it's leads you to better friends or it leads you to, leads you to learn to what you don't want in a person, I guess, kind of thing. You gotta learn. No, I, you gotta make mistakes. Yeah. So scary as that sounds, but oh, for sure, it's crazy. And then we have like, you know, we talked about the drinking aspect. Well, maybe we'll talk about the social media, the Instagram, the highlight room that Instagram is, or you know, that this funny person on Twitter is when they're a weirdo and have no social skills. Now I'm not. That's obviously not everybody, but it's like social media creates the facade that you know this person is in Cancun two times a year having fun one for spring break and one during a cruise or something it's like wow I need to do that now I'm missing out kind of thing but it's just a picture it's just a picture I was listening to a guy the other day there was a couple that went to Cancun and they were all lovey-dovey they got but and they posted a picture and they broke up two weeks later because they were looking at different people in Cancun and they didn't know how to handle each other like it's fake as for the most part Instagram's fake and Twitter's fake oh, yeah. 100%. Well, what I think is, like, one of the issues of today's society is people see these people, like, say they're social media influencers or people that alter their bodies on Instagram to make themselves look better. And people see these people and, like, I think they crave that ideal image or they create create that ideal lifestyle. But, like, one, it's not always true. And two, some of these people that do have these great lives, they didn't do this overnight I mean immediate success is almost never happening unless you win the lottery like never I would say never I mean you have to really really invest into everything you do whether that be like say you want to invent like the iPhone you literally have to invest all your time into creating software and technological gadgets in order to create the iPhone or say you want to create the best physique for the Olympia you have to sacrifice so much time in the weight room you have to dial in your nutrition you have to get proper sleep and yes that's going to take so much time but all these people see all these guys on Instagram they're like damn like they must just do roids or they must do this but like yeah some of them do do roids but some of them put in so much work and some of them just grind and even the guys on roids they still got to put in that time in the gym because there's guys that are on roids and look really good and there's guys that are on roids that look really bad oh yeah uh, like, so I mean, they're the guys that are on roids and look good. They know what they're doing and they work extremely hard. I mean, if you the, I, go ahead. I was gonna say the guys that inject synthol into their biceps and triceps—they look really good. Oh, the Brazilian guys. <laughs> they just Sorry, really they're a little racist, but injecting oil into their fucking blood, into their bodies, whatever they're doing there. Yeah, I think their life expectancy is like thirty-five. Mm. So don't do that. Don't don't inject plastic into your biceps to look bigger. They, Just, they got a lot of raw talent in those biceps, though, let me tell you. Whatever boosts the confidence. I mean yeah, I feel I like through it being really- I feel like through being yourself you boost your confidence, but hey. Yeah. 
I guess some things are different. <laughs> you just go on. You just, I just don't know what brings you to, to put in synthol in your biceps. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> it looks funny. I mean, if you're trying to be a funny guy. In all honesty, that looks like absolute shit. Yeah. Look it up. If you're listening, look it up. Synthol, biceps, sorry. it's it's comedy. You'll get a good laugh, I promise. It looks like you poke it with a ne- you can poke it with a needle and just pop. Yeah, it looks like balloons in their arms. Yeah. No, back to like what we were talking about. Like social pressures nowadays are just so prevalent and I think like obviously like you're gonna get pressured into doing things and like you you can you either have two choices. You can either you can either do that and like be okay with it or you can just say hey I'm not going to do that and that could be fine too but like you have to make the choice where you want to be and I think the people who don't necessarily get socially pressured into doing things will be more successful I don't think people need to do things just to make themselves feel cooler or like make themselves look like 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 they're like I don't know, like, a lot of people nowadays think that by doing all this, like, illegal shit and, like, doing all this this stuff, like, makes them look so cool. But, I don't know, my perspective of cool is a little different than that. Yeah. I think everybody has a different perspective, but that comes with different things. But I think that um, everybody trying to fit in and not being yourself is not cool. I think trying to fit in is not cool. I think you should always have something that would be like, I'm different in that aspect, mm-hmm. you know. And it, that that's cool. Being different is cool. Yeah, because they'll look and be like, "Hey, look at that! Look at that tall white kid dancing on the dance floor like a goof." Like I'm talking about myself, but it's like that kid looks <laughs> like he's having fun. Like he's a goof <laughs> and he has no dance moves. But hey, and guess what? Everybody comes over and starts dancing. C minus dance moves, not C minus. Hey, I can have an no. F, and I'm still gonna dance. I don't care if there's music yeah. on the tablet. But then you bring more people that think that they can't dance, and they're like, "Hey, that kid can't dance, but he's having fun. Why don't I go dance with him, and then we'll have more fun?" And like that's that's just being yourself. It spreads if if you're being yourself, people will, will understand you're gen- being genuine and, and being genuine and being honest. There's nothing better. There's nothing more human than that. Like I think if everybody could do that, there would be there would be not not no negativity, no violence, no depression, no anxiety. But like the, if you were if everybody if everybody was more honest and just genuine themselves, it, the world would be 100 million times better. I agree. The 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 stigma in today's society is to almost like have this front where like you are like kind of a dick like I think that like not being nice is kind of like in right now like people think it's cool to not be nice or to like make fun of people but like honestly I agree being genuine and honest and like just a great person is like is, look, you can't ask for much more no and I like the people want to be tough because you know it's the it's the men can't show feelings men can't show emotion Shit, I cry at movies. I cry at everything, and I don't care. I'm a six four guy, two hundred and thirty pounds, and I'll cry if a dog dies in a movie. Like I'm sure most people do, but like I'll cry. Like I cry. Like it's. I think it's healthy. You are a crier. I agree. I, I cried at baseball when I was like twelve. I struck out and cried, but that's just crying very well. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a very good cry. I'm a professional crier. <laughs> But top top five crier in the nation. But, uh, <laughs> Highly recruited out of high school for crying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> D1 sport. I wish. Yeah. 
Yeah, you'd be, you'd be, you'd probably be an All-American. I'd probably be an Alabama. <laughs> yeah, you'd be an Alabama. Alabama. Uh, yeah, uh, but, but uh, just being yourself, you have the right to your opinion. You know, I think what we should start doing is when the end of episodes, maybe start giving like advice. You give a pair of advice, I give a pair of advice, or like things you can do to move forward and start like at least transforming, or maybe think start to think about things differently. I'll, go, right, for, so I'll go first if you want. You can yeah. go first. You can go first. Go. So my thing is being yourself, or I'm gonna say being honest with yourself and not like filtering. Ooh, a little ambulance down there. What? <laughs> little ambulance in there, a little, little background noise. Um, <laughs> no, no but, but, like, that's just unfiltered, raw stuff right there. Um, yeah. But mine is just, like, being... I kind of lost my point, but being yourself. Come on, baby, you can do it. Um, and just being honest with yourself. Because when you're honest with yourself, and, like, don't filter yourself. Like, if you're talking to someone, say it's someone you like, or if it's yourself one-on-one like if you're sitting in a car like just be honest with yourself like this that's how you feel like hey i don't feel good about that situation communicate that with people communication's key like i feel just if you say your point of view maybe they're not going to like it but they'll get, at least you're going to open them to that perspective that you have of them or they have of you like if you have a say you're having a tough conversation with a girlfriend or a never had a girlfriend so i don't know but it's like or with like a loved one like your parents be like mom i don't think that way it's like, if you're open and honest, they'll at least be willing to meet you halfway, you know? And most people are good, so they're going to meet you halfway. Nobody's going to be like, hey, fuck you. Well, at least most people. But, like, most people are willing to open up to your perspective, and you're willing to change their perspective. And then by them, by by helping you change to be o- open and honest, you help others change to be open and honest. And then it's just a lot more love. That It just opens space for love and positivity. And it's way better just being honest. Because... Because you're right when you said everybody's fake. And you can tell when somebody's fake. You can kind of, you have a conversation or you you can tell by their facial expressions that you're just like, this person's not fake. They don't rub me the right way. You know, there's something different. Like, I don't like how they, f- like, you know, they, you can tell when somebody's not being genuine. So when you give just genuine and honesty to people and they know that, it's like, it's a really good feeling. Like, you just warms you up a little bit. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> What do you got? What's your advice? Um, I'm, I'm going to take a different route. All right. That's what we want. Because, like, I feel like we were on the genuinity and honesty point for a good amount of time. Yep. I'm just going to say I'm going to be short and sweet. Not really short and sweet, but, like, my thing is don't be afraid to work hard. I feel like a lot of people nowadays are, like, somewhat afraid to work hard. Like, I know that sounds stupid, but, like, like not just work hard, like, in, like, a sport or, like, the gym, but, like, working hard in school like sometimes people think it's like not cool to study or to work hard like studying or just like not like work late at work or like they think it's like a little weird like oh why aren't you just working nine to five but like but like if you work nine to like five thirty like you're putting in extra work and over time that adds up or like staying after and like taking ground balls or staying after and hitting i don't know i feel like people just try to fit in so much with everyone that they don't want to exceed other people and they're just afraid to work hard and I just think that people shouldn't be afraid to work hard yeah so let's tie it back into social pressures working hard for social pressures on you know breaking down 
social pressures in the sense that if you have a social pressure in a social situation, break it down, work hard on, if you get nervous or when you talk to somebody or being in a certain environment, work hard on overcoming that and be open and honest with yourself to realize, say you're struggling in, you know, a group setting, a group project in school, like, you know, <clears throat> you don't think the group project's going the right way, work hard on, you know, getting your opinion out there and being open and honest with your opinion and realize it's not going to change overnight that you're going to be able to just freely open your opinion out. It's going to be day over day over day. And that's what people are scared of because they look at the end. I, I think this is kind of branching off your working hard is they look at the end goal. They're like, all right, I want to be the best. We'll do baseball. I want to be the best hitter on the baseball team. And that they look at that and that's too big. That's too big for them. They say They say that, but it's like, how do I get there? They don't know how to get there. And how do you get there? Hard work day in and day out. 100 swings, 100 swings, 100 swings. Right. I agree. That's why you need to set short-term goals instead of and not always and so that you can meet that long-term goal because saying that you want to be at the like the top point or like the highest point of what you want to achieve, you're not like looking from where you are to where you want to be. It seems like a long way, but if you make short-term goals and you try to get there, I mean, shit, you can get there, and it doesn't seem as far. Because once you, like, conquer that first goal, then you can get to the second one. And you're like, oh, shit, the peak isn't that ha- that isn't that far anymore. And then once you get there, it's all worth it. Yeah. But so many people just say, oh, God, yeah. I don't have that. I don't want to do that. Like, it's, it's so far away. I'd rather just, like, sit home and just, like, kind of, like, play video games and do nothing. Yeah. So I'm not going to do it because it's too far. But Or the sense... Or the sense that people will, they think people will judge them for, you know, missing out on a, a party because they want to go get an extra hour of studying in or because they have a big test in the morning or missing out on a party because they have a game tomorrow at five or something. And they'll say, come on, man, have a little fun. Yeah. Have a little like, fun. I'll have, I'll, have, I'll have fun, don't worry. I'll have fun when I'm succeeding in my area of expertise, where I want to do, whether it's a baseball field, whether it's in a cubicle, whether it's teaching, whatever it is. President of the United States, baby. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Let's go. If that's your <laughs> thing, then hey, We're going. We're you got to have to work hard for that. Because <laughs> that's only one guy. You get a better chance of being struck by lightning, I think. But. I don't know about that. I don't know. That was a random fact. All right. Well, it's dinner time. The big boys are hungry. We're going to let you go. <laughs> big boys got to eat. So we're going to let you go. If the quality, We're going to test the quality. We hope it's good. Uh, we, I might become in like softer than usual because we're doing this over yeah. FaceTime. We'll see, we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah, my voice is probably going to be a little more booming just because... I'm the one that actually has the mics in my face, and <clears throat> Drew just has his phone, and the microphone's next to my laptop. But we're we're back. We're here for you guys, and we're back and better than ever. We're in business. We're rolling. We're hot. Let's take the ship to the moon. Peace. Maybe to Mars. <laughs> Later. <laughs> Thanks.